because you believe in the LGBT community and the importance of sharing uh, your individual stories to help impact one another. Our goal with the show is to introduce you to people and ideas that are going to help motivate you to pursue your dreams and empower you to believe in yourself. My name is Alex Friedlander and I'm here to introduce you to remarkable people that have helped shift the world we live in today. Today's guest is Pandora Events, the founders of Pandora Events, two out of three. Uh, it is Yessi Leon and Amy Alonzo. Help me welcome them to the show. Woo! I'm nervous. You guys are kind of like a big deal. So welcome to the show. Thank you Thank for you being for here. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Um, so I've heard great things. I've read great things. And I've participated in great things that you've done from... Uh, well, I haven't been to Girls in Wonderland yet, but you are the founders and creators, right, of Girls in Wonderland, um, the White Party, and um, there's so many things that I still haven't been a part of, but you're going to tell me more about it. Um, so tell me a little bit about, you know, what the events that you guys have created over the past decades, or decade, right? Mm -hmm. Decade, right? <laughs> decade. Uh, lots of festivals. Yes. Um, not all of them are still going on, but Girls of Wonderland being the biggest, you have to come this year. I yeah. am. Yeah. October yes. 15th weekend. Okay. Coming up in Orlando. That's our biggest. And Which is our, usually in June, but because yes, of the, you know, COVID, the COVID. COVID cancellations, it's moved to October. Okay. Right. Excellent. Yeah. Ooh, excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, we've been part of Aqua Girl. Actually, Aqua Girl, yes. Allison uh, Burgos, one of our business partners, was a creator and founder of it. Oh, wow. So we were volunteers and creators of it for many, many years. That is incredible. Mm -hmm. And, and um, that's a pretty big foundation, right? Yeah. Aqua Foundation is a great foundation. Beautiful. Yeah, for sure. And what else? Um, we've done Atlanta Pride, Winter Party, uh, White Party, um, all, everything has changed, the landscape and business has changed a little bit, but yeah. um, uh, it's growing, you know? Uh, Girls of Wonderland is the biggest that we do, we have a lot of one-off events, and uh, now we're doing a lot of uh, starting your family events. Wow, what does that entail? Just um, educating women on how to start their families, whether they want to adopt, whether they want to, uh, you know, get a donor and start their own family, all of those things. And the yeah. reason why this came to light was because we all started in our families and everybody was like, how did you do it? What did you do? You know, mm -hmm. how, you know, and, and even for me, I didn't know that you had to go through all this process to get pregnant. Like I thought, oh, you, you know, you get the sperm, you're right. done. <laughs> right. Like, it's not that I didn't easy. know there was ovulating, there was this, you know, so it was, we decided to make to do that because we had so many women asking us like how did you do it you know i want to do it like how is it incredible. how is it legal yeah how do we adopt a child and we work with with uh, the shorts and we work with doctors and we mm -hmm. kind of get everybody together to give these information that are free mm -hmm. um kind of seminars to help the lgbt start their own family wow and so where can people find this this is amazing we have a website for that that's called Our Rainbow Nest. Okay. We have an Instagram as well, Our Rainbow Nest, and through Pandora, we also promote through Pandora events, and we'll post when we're having these web uh, webinars. 
We've been doing webinars now with COVID, but we usually have them live. But right. with the webinar, it's worked out great because a lot more people show up, you know? That's incredible. Yeah. So can one of you guys share a little bit about, you know, what it was like for you to get pregnant so that we can kind of get some insight as to what it was like? Sure. Two, two we very both have yeah. two very different stories. Very different stories. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, I, I actually got pregnant faster than I thought I would, you know, so yes. this was I, great. I, Second, late thirties, yeah, late thirties. My wow. second try, and I ended up with twins. Now they're eleven. Wow! Yeah. And she did what's called an IUI, where they actually put the sperm, yeah, you know, in. And I ended up doing a IUI. turkey baster, yeah. right? Well, no, and the doctor, different kind of turkey yeah, baster. I had the doctor do it. I was like, listen, we need to do yes, this the correct course. way. This shit <laughs> costs a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I would, I would want to do the same thing. That makes sense. Well, some people do it romantically at their house, right? And, and we've had friends. Yeah. We have one friend specifically that got pregnant with the turkey baster at home. First wow. time. First time. First time. Yeah. You yeah. could interview her in another. <laughs> Get it? I won't release it. it. I won't release her name, but she knows who she. You know, she, she knows, knows who she is. Who she that's knows who she that's is. really cool and yeah. rare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And and this is why the journey is you know different for everybody. It's it's different for everybody. I started at trying to get pregnant at twenty eight. Mm-hmm. So my, my OBGYN was like, Oh, you're young and you're not gonna have any issues and after the sixth IUI, which wow. is when Jesse did on her second, she was like, Oh, I think there's an issue and she sent me to a specialist and then that's when we went into IVF, which is when they take the egg, they put the sperm in the egg and then they put it back in you huh did not know that (laughs) love it i'm telling you that it's so many things that i didn't know my wife didn't know i mean exactly i was i was like what yeah that's incredible and and we've been able to help a lot of other you know couples have their family which you know for us it's you know that's that must be really you know gratifying well, doing you know? Pandora for so long, 20 years, we're going on our 21st year. 21st, we're you legal know, now. Um, wow. We're you know, legal now. Really? <laughs> uh, you know, people we started with, yeah, want to start families now. Yeah. So we educate them for free, probably like four or five times a year, you know. That's I think the generation before us, the LGBT, you know, before us, um, very little, like I would say like 5% had children you know what i mean like yeah. it was so and now the you know it's it's growing you yeah. see it everywhere which yeah. is great for us because our kids grow up with same families like mm-hmm. i have two moms i have two dads you know yeah and you guys and they can all be friends with right. each other with you know exactly. and it's more acceptable really now than it was back you know yeah 20 yeah. something years ago yeah, I know um, this really awesome person that's helping us in the background um, just gave <laughs> me, just told me that uh, the minority is becoming the majority, and I think that really resonates with uh, with what you just said. Yeah. That's really cool. It does. Exactly. And, and it, it's powerful, you know? Mm-hmm. It really so, is. And even starting the events, like when I first, I came out in high school, when I first came out, you had to go to a gay club to like meet other women now you have yes. the internet you know now you so have, true now you have but you had to go and i remember going to the first like gay club and like seeing the only one girl that was there right and, yeah and it was went, all men right and i went with my boyfriend i was like can you take me to like this there's like we're women you know <laughs> and he was like oh yeah let's go it was in linker it used to be score it used to be yes, called um, i remember that kremlin kremlin yeah, yeah. 
Kremlin. I wasn't around for Kremlin. And I danced with a, with a girl that had curly hair. Maybe it was you. <laughs> <laughs> so what was that like? Do you remember the ex- what you felt? That, that I, mean, I, was, I was like, I felt like this, you know, kind of like you're on drugs sort of thing. You know? Yeah, <laughs> euphoria. You know? Right. Yeah, and I was, you know, and I didn't know, like, you know, I was always... With my best friends in high school, they were always like pop kissing, and I would be like, "Do not pop kiss me," because I'm not <laughs> into that. And then you know, then I became you know like president of the gay group in high school, and that's awesome. That's awesome. I didn't have gay groups. Well, we, well, we started a gay group. Older, there. Yeah. That's then, really cool, though. I mean, I'm a little younger than Jesse. <laughs> a few years. We are all aging just fine. <laughs> I, I, I played in volleyball games and hope for like a lesbian to come out. Yeah. yeah. Any luck? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Actually, yes. That's awesome. So, did you both kind of come out when you were younger, or like you, you came out in your no, you had a child when you were in your thirties, but you came out when you were younger? Yeah, in my twenties. In your twenties. Yeah. Okay. And how was that for you? I, I was a part of a sorority. Like, I started noticing that... She was a oh. slut. <laughs> I had boyfriends, but I was like, you know, like, I kind of like girls. These girls are also hot or whatever. But I just didn't... I wasn't sure yet, you yeah. know? And then, yeah, then I met a girl playing volleyball. And that was it. And then, you know, sex and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm, like, in the wrong place. Definitely not, guys. She never went back. Never, never went back. Never went back. Love it. <laughs> and how about you? I was 16, 17, and, you know, I started in the gay group. Oh, you were young. Yeah. 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 So I was Brave. young, but I felt that, you know, and I remember coming out to my oldest brother, and he was like, oh, you're just being trendy, you know. <laughs> you know Back then? Yeah. He's wow. like, you want boyfriends, and, you know, boys like you, like, why are you gay? Like, you know, and I remember that, and I was like, man, I just feel like... Right. You know? It just feels right. Right. It feels right. And I never looked back. I did, you know, I did struggle with, you know, the coming out because, you know, we're Cuban and my family, you know, you know, yeah, it's not, not something that, religion. you know, right. it's not something that you're, right. you know, not something you want to announce. Correct. You know, yeah. You it's not hide it. Yeah. And I remember when my mom, when I first came out, my mom was like, oh, but you're so girly. Like you used to paint your nails and have long hair. And I was like, because I guess in you're their, still girl. You still have long hair. In their mentality, they you know it was more like a masculine, like you know, more yeah, right, right, right. the stereotype. Stereotype. Like, you're gonna look like a guy or whatever. Right. Yeah. You can't be gay because yeah. you look like a girl. Right. But right. then you ended up, you know, being coming president of a gay club. Gay that is mm-hmm. so cool. cool. I used to go to the gay groups and. Um, in uh, like the schools, we used to get together and I met a lot of different people from different neighborhoods, you know, different from, you know, I went to like New World um, to do like a gay group there and I ended up meeting so many people that I'm still friends with. That's amazing. So, so you are dating app. Yeah, I guess it was, you know, the way of like meeting others because I didn't feel, you know, in, in my school, a lot of, there was a lot of boys, but not a lot of girls over gay. Yeah. So, you know, you start coming out and seeing, oh, I'm not the only one. And then you find out about a club that you go to and, you know. <laughs> I, I'm Cuban. I lived in Venezuela for four years and I got here when I was eight. Oh, that's awesome. So, I was born here. Yeah. yeah. Where, what hospital were you born? Jackson. 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 <laughs> South or north? North. That was the only one. You're right. That was the only one. Oh, really? Back in the day. Back in the day. You're right. You're yeah. right. I, I mean, she's not that old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just killing you. 
So ladies, tell me a little bit about, you know, what, what events, you know, what, no, I'm sorry, what sparked the interest of creating Pandora events? You know, what was the purpose behind that? What motivated it? And then, you know, how did it become what it is today? Share that with us. So I was doing rave parties. Okay. Um, I used to work wow. for the yeah. biggest promoter in Miami. Cool. Um, back, back in the day, uh, the club was called Splash. Oh my God, I remember yeah, that. Back in the day. <laughs> and uh, she was awesome. She used uh, to work with Lisa Cox. Was, her name was Lisa Cox. And, you know, she basically, like, I became like her intern and then I became her employee. And then I was like, hey, can I throw a party after your party? And it was like Smart. a rave party. And then she, then I, my rave parties were successful and she uh, ended up leaving town. Mm-hmm. And then Amy says, hey. I had a friend that owned back in uh, when Wynwood was in Wynwood. Yeah. He had opened the first club there on, on 29th and uh, Biscayne. Right. It was called Timba. Okay. So he was like, he was always like, oh, you should have an event here. You know, it's so much fun. And I was, I was getting ready to go to Europe. I was 18. Um, and I had graduated high school and I wanted to go to Europe on a trip and I had to get money for that. <laughs> So then I told Jesse, knowing that she has, you know, that she's been doing these raves, I was like, what did we do at lesbian party? Like, I don't feel like there's anything for the lesbians right now. Nice. And she was like, yeah, let's do it. So the first night we, we like met for days, creating like, you know, what it was going to be. And we decided Pandora events because it's, you know, it's Pandora's box. Like, you never know what you're going to get. Very true. You know? <laughs> well, so we're yes. like, and we felt like, you know, the, the sexy, the women and, yeah. And we did like this whole like garden theme and we spent all this money. I mean, and we brought all our furniture from our house, like our beds, <laughs> our furniture. It was a warehouse with like we two We didn't arms. have any furniture, so we were like, oh, let's bring all our shit. Let's, and we made it very sexy and whatever. That is so cool. Yeah, I love it. Innovative. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think the first night that we did the party, we had like, you know, like 800 women or something. Like, it was yeah, crazy. It was crazy. We're like, like we, we never even expected it. <laughs> and back then, there was no social media. So we were yeah. out in the street yeah. passing out flyers. Or like oh New God. Times, Backpage, like that kind of like. Yeah, like know, we were guerrilla, passing guerrilla out guerrilla flyers. Marketing. We were talking to our friends, you know. Posters on stuff we're not supposed That's to That's incredible. So I made enough money to go to Europe for <laughs> so three months. <laughs> backpacking by right. myself and you know and yeah. Jesse, I don't know what she did with her money but <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible though like people and then people were like you need to do this again because right. for me it was like a one time thing well, mm. what, what was cool, I think, was that in the Miami crowd, we noticed that um, we did this event and all these women dressed up. It was, you know. And it wasn't like the norm, you know. You go out to these clubs, it's more like sports bars and things like that. Yeah. We have a lesbian party, but all these women were following us and they were like, wait, we like dressing up. Like, when's yeah. the next one? So we know what to buy. We want to buy our clothes. It became we want like to get, and it became, prepared. Yeah, it became like, like they looked beautiful. Like it was a lot of femmes. It wasn't as many butches as before, you know? So I was like, wow, this is like a new thing. Yeah. So they would require us. They would ask us, when are you going to do this? And we would do it as a hobby. We were like, every yeah. three months, we were like, oh, maybe we're still a party. Let's do it, you know? Wow. That's pretty much it. Yeah. How That's incredible. 21 years later. 21 years, 21 years later. Yeah. That's incredible. What that, what that, dedication you ladies have put. And in. Girls in Wonderland came along the same way. We went to Gay Disney. Yeah. The three and of there us. was nothing, yeah. nothing for women. Yeah. All it was guy all parties. Men party. And we're like, there's nothing for girls. Yeah. Not cool. Got to so, change that. Right. Yeah. And, and you but, did. But, but Girls in Wonderland started in an arcade. 
we that that's the venue that was handed to us. Like this wow. was it. Yeah. Nobody was wants like, to give you a venue if they don't know they don't that know you're who you sell, are. So they're not going to give up. I know nothing about event planning. Yeah, so, so that's man. helpful. So they want to make money off the bar, and women love to drink. Right. Yes. But not always spend money, but drink. Yes. We drink. <laughs> because what happens with the boys is that they don't drink as much. Right. They drink more water. Right. And we drink a lot of alcohol. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly. yeah. Apparently, wow. you know. So, um, what is, tell me about one of your parties, like one of the most, you know, impactful experiences that you've had at one of your parties over the past 21 years. Like something must have happened that, made you feel holy shit like this party helped this person feel acknowledged or helped this person become more social or helped you know people get out of their you know alone space and feel comfortable with other people i think um girls in wonderland has done a lot of that like yeah girls in wonderland it, even though it's it's you know it's a weekend of events and it's like hey let's go here let's do this women started feeling more comfortable wearing whatever they wanted some women come in their pajamas it's like wow that's that, awesome. that comfortable and we started noticing that women wanted to meet other women right yeah we want we wanted them to connect so Correct. how do you connect women we don't want clicks and all that shit that sucks you know yeah so how Sounds do you fun. go on vacation and you know it doesn't mean that you have to leave with a girlfriend right right like, how do you leave with a friend how do you get there and create and a connection yeah whether it's Love with it. our staff or whether it's with the the people there that that you feel comfortable and safe and know? i think girls in wonderland i hear year after year like oh my god my best i made my best friend and and girls in wonderland oh i met my wife and girls in wonderland wow like it's been every year we hear these stories that you know make us feel good like we're doing something, not just, you know, a big old party where everybody's like, you know? Yeah. People are making friends, feeling connected, you know? That's and, amazing. And we get mainly people from Florida, New York, mm -hmm. even LA. East Coast. So, you know, we get all these people connected that are friends for like, you know, years. Wow. That's, that's yeah. really important. And that's something beautiful that you're bringing to the community that I think is needed, you know? What would you say, actually, just to speak on that note, what would you say is needed more in specifically the lesbian community? I think, you know, getting together more often, like I see a lot of the, this new generation. I was just talking to somebody today, you know, where her son is coming out and he's just online and he doesn't have a place to feel. And I was telling her, I was giving her my advice as a mother of a 24 year old. I was like, he needs to find his group. He needs to go out and maybe see if there's gay groups that he could join. Yeah. Maybe a, a bar that people get together or a base, you know, boys baseball games or some sort of community. Some, he needs to find his community right. so he doesn't feel so alone, you know, yeah. because you need your community. You need your village, you know, Yeah. whether you're connecting or having kids or you need that. Yeah. You know, what's pretty cool is that I'm still kind of new to the lesbian community. Believe it or not, I've made, you know, I, I put a lot out there because I just feel like it's needed, you know, a lot of positivity and perspective and um, clarity and vulnerability. Mm -hmm. But I, um, I think that it's really neat to see what you guys have done because I, I feel like there's still so much um, animosity within the community when people should just be more accepting of each other and, mm -hmm. you know, like, we're fucking human at the end of the day and yeah. we're gonna fuck up and we're gonna make mistakes and if we don't make mistakes then 
you know, like, how are we going to learn? And, and, you know, allow us to just kind of be human. And I think what you guys are doing is you're creating this community for people, whether it's, you know, it's it's a party, it's an event, but it's something that people look forward to that gives them joy and makes them feel like, you know, like, it's like, I want to say like Santa's Enchanted Forest, but not everyone's going to get that analogy. You know what I mean? But something that like everybody looks forward to every single year to like get together and hang out with their friends and be themselves. You know, like that's powerful. That's and really I feel, cool. and maybe this year when you come to Girls in Wonderland, you're going to meet a whole new no group, group of friends. Yes. Of girlfriends and friends that are, you know? Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, Girls in Wonderland brings that, you know? Yeah. It really does. And I've seen it year after year. I'm mainly in the Welcome Center, so I'm more ticketing. And, you know, so I get to talk with a lot of people. Jesse does more of the production. Allison does more of the sounds and, you know. Lights and all Lights. Oh, and nice. So we all have our part and we're all separated within the weekend. Ladies, it's been amazing having you on the show. Um, I would like to know what is deep down the legacy that you'd like to leave behind um, you know, as a person. <laughs> I know that's kind of a big um, question. I guess for us to I, continue really... being that platform for emerging artists, LGBTQ performers. A safe space. A safe space. A safe space for our community. Yeah. You know. We we don't want to get those phone calls anymore of a transgender calling us and asking if they can come to our event. Of course you can fucking come. Yeah. Like, wow. They should know that and they don't. So that's our job, is to make sure that they feel comfortable, that we all feel comfortable, and that we're all partying together. And I think... You guys hear that? That's we, that's serious. And I think our community also has to be more educated. And, you know, we did get one year that we're like, you have a lot of men in this event. And it's our transgender community that comes to our events, you know, that are transgender and still love lesbian women. Yes. Right. You know? Yes. So we have to be open and we have to educate that this is part of our community and we can't leave anybody out. Right. We have to be accepting of exactly. everyone. Absolutely. You know, it's not pick or choose. It's, you know, this is, this is family. Right. Yeah. Right. If you choose to look at it that way. Right. And if you don't, if you're not into, you know, a transgender, that's your, you know, right. that's, your that's your own, own maybe personal values. Personal, but there might yeah. be somebody that is and why should they feel excluded? Correct. Right. No you know, we shouldn't feel, we shouldn't make them feel excluded. Right. Yes. Wow. Well, that's something beautiful that you're sharing with the world. You ladies killed it. You did great. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on Les Pod. I appreciate you for having us. Thank Absolutely. You for us. Thank you for what you do. Yes. Thank, Thank you. you. And um, I'm gonna go to Girls in Wonderland and, and you holding have to. myself accountable. Yes. You have to. You heard it in this live. You know. Yeah. And, and okay. I gotta thrive. So. Yeah. <laughs> It's time to dive. Let's go. That's right. Um, awesome. But thank you, ladies. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you.